Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Like a boss, the best lineman on the radio. Well, the only lineman on the radio. It's Gabe time. Game time. We're ready. The Gabe Coon Show. 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Friday out there, July 28, 2023. Welcome in to the Gabe Coon Show. I am your host, former Memphis Tiger offensive lineman Gabe Coon, on Twitter at G underscore Coon71 on Twitter. I'm alongside producer of the show, Brad Carson, at Brad Carson on Twitter. Brad, how's it going? It's going well. I don't know if you've heard, we have water back in Germantown, yes, Gabe sure. Coon. Yes, that's that's great. Yep. So you got to shower, drink water, everything I, last night. I'm a night? marathon shower too. So. Was it? Did it? Did, was it, yeah. it, it, it? We talked with Jeff yesterday about taking it for granted. Will you ever take it for granted again? Never again. Yes. No, I, I I've you. never worried about it. I I, I grew up on a farm. <laughs> like this is small small potatoes for Brad. Did you have a well? Did you have a well? Uh, yeah, up? at a point, my grandfather had a well at his farm. Uh, my my folks have a well. It's a nice backup source, by the way. They have city yes. water and a well. They also have a spring on their farm, which is very helpful. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Now, um, three hours of talking away, courtesy of 92.9 FM ESPN and yours truly. We're going to open on realignment as Colorado is officially going to join the Big 12 going into next year. The Big 12 is looking for another team. Who is that other team? And also, Pac-12, what do they do from here? And I also want to bring up, Something I read in CBS Sports Today by Tom Fornelli. Um, don't mistake the Big 12 winning this battle as them winning a long-term war. I'll explain more on that in just a second. Uh, we do have a uh, matchup, a rumored matchup at least, for Memphis in the battle for Atlantis. I'll, I'll mention that throughout the show. You excited we'll do that about in the it? First hour. Yeah, I think I think I think it could draw some eyes. Okay. And you know, you two former players. I don't want to I don't want to ruin it yet. The two former players Ooh. matching up against each other as coaches. I think one has uh, done a hell of a lot better being Penny Hardaway um, on the, the recruiting other? trail this offseason. Mm. I think I think this offseason has been aced by Penny Hardaway. The other guy, I can't say as much. And last year for that guy, I don't think uh, I don't think he he aced. He had uh, two lottery picks and a, one of the best players in college basketball. Who ended up transferring? Wow. And he still didn't even make the tournament. Made the NIT though. Made the NIT. Hey, yeah, the old we've been NIT. there before. We do have some NFL news just all over the place. I, I am going to talk about Dalvin Cook. He has on DraftKings Sportsbook minus four hundred to join the New York Jets. What does that mean for the Jets ultimately as we get into the season? 
year one with Aaron Rodgers, and also at 5.30, we're going to take a trip around the NFL because there's just so much to discuss. We do have injury updates. Jalen Ramsey looks like first half of the season he's going to be out. And uh, Joe Burrow, strained calf, but they say it's going to be several weeks. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're telling us the whole truth, but we'll we'll see as it as it goes along. As far as guests are concerned, Jeff Calkins will be at five o'clock per normal Jeff Calkins show and Daily Memphian, and then six thirty. Very pleased to get Katie Wu on the show from the Athletic, uh, covering the MLB and Cardinals. We'll talk about the Cardinals. Are they are they selling everything? At the deadline, by the time we get to August first, what's going to happen? And we'll uh, we'll talk about Nolan Arenado. Will he will he ultimately waive his no trade clause to go to the Dodgers? Will the Cardinals want to make anything happen with him? Um, but she'll join at six thirty. And normally we do the blitz at six thirty. Extended blitz at six o'clock. How about that? Extended blitz. Yes, extended blitz. Hey-o. And we have uh, we have LeBron James. Um, nice. Apparently, if he gets into the basketball Hall of Fame. Jeannie Buss says they will retire his uh, jersey as a Laker. Okay. Hadn't been there long enough, so we'll talk about that. And uh, the uh, ESPN did their way too early postseason NBA power rankings, and the Grizzlies came in uh, relatively low, I would say, considering they've been okay. two in the West the past two years. Ten. They're That's where they 10. put them? Yeah, they're at number ten. Find the Cavs, Warriors, Lakers, 76ers, Heat, Suns, Celtics, Bucks, Nuggets. We'll it's strange. Talk. We'll, we'll talk, talk about it. We'll I, get I, to it. We'll get to it, right? That might be about right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll see. discuss. Um, before we get into realignment discussion, my, uh, Cardinals, 10-3 to 3 oh my again God. last night. <laughs> and yeah. then my, Miles Michaelis going after Ian Happ for hitting Wilson Contreras in the head. I did find it strange. Mm. Um, I think there was a lot of Cubs fans going after uh, – uh, Michaelis, Chip Carey, and oh, yeah, yeah, uh, and the, going after the crew. Uh, yeah, yeah, going after Brad Thompson yep. for saying that they were surprised that he got ultimately ejected when he threw and hit Ian Happ. He yes. threw one inside pitch and then hit him. Yep. Um, I, the only thing that was weird about it to me, I thought he probably. I mean, I feel like Major League Baseball is going to make a point of trying to make the retaliate, retaliatory measures yeah, that have always been a stuff. part yeah. of Major League Baseball. They're going to. Do, try yeah. to do away with it as best they can. But it was strange to see the umpires come together and then finally decide to kick him out. If you're going to kick him out, kick him out. Or give him a warning and then kick him out next time. I Which think is they, usually yeah, what we're used to in the That's history. the one. The second one. Yeah. yeah you, you warn before you do the huddle up, right? Yeah. You would think. You would think. You would think. I mean, it's the first inning. You know, he was clearly going after him, though. That's the part that is hilarious. It's it, like, it, well, yeah, he, dude well, it was strange to, to me, too. Why do you, He didn't... I, he didn't need I to didn't do it. I didn't find it necessary to go to go beanie and happy. He didn't mean <laughs> to hit Wilson Contreras in the head. Obviously, Wilson Contreras is going to be day to day. He got hit. Yeah, he has a he laceration on his uh, laceration on his scalp. He really got clocked because of the extended swing. Uh, by the way, Hap, like that. It is. It is. It was a dumb swing, though. Like, how far back are you reaching? But uh, I'm not. Oh come on! He didn't like. There's accidental things that no, happen. It was you don't accident. have to go I'm not, after. I'm not suggesting Ian it was. A, right. No, I'm not going after Ian. Trust me, Gabe. But but uh, Miles will, Michaelis did. He did. I, I'd say that you know, contra- the Contreras thing was like, it happens. You know, it happens. Maybe Katie Wu at 6:30 has to take. She'll on. give you we'll, the, the scoop. <laughs> we'll talk with Katie then about it. Uh, but Colorado, the Big Twelve. What did we think of Brett Yormark's uh, press release Um, out of Irving, Texas, July 27th, 2023? The following statement was released today by the Big 12 Conference through its commissioner, Brett Yormark, regarding the University of Colorado. This was the official press release. 
quote, they're back. I the love Michael it. Jordan reference. I thought it was great. Okay. I enjoyed uh, it. Brett Yormark is a little I mean, he's a He's, he's a lot. He's he's something, man. He's got some personality, which I respect, and he's yeah. he's maneuvered relatively well. Now the question's about how well they're maneuvering. Tom Fornelli wrote a really good article today, if you want to go check it out at CBS Sports. Uh, It basically makes a good point. Um, For the Big 12, they have won this battle. But ultimately, in the grand scheme of college athletics and college football, seeing what they've done and getting Colorado, it's more of buying time than anything. And obviously, we're comparing it with the Pac-12 right this second. It's Pac-12 versus Big 12. Everybody's sort of pitting them against each other, and the Pac-12 is losing miserably. I'll get to those reasons in just a second. Mentioned a few of them. Um, mentioned a few of them yesterday. But, yeah, when you compare them to the Pac-12, they're winning. But when you compare it to the rest of the college athletics landscape, they're still trying to fight what seems like a relatively losing battle. I mean, I, 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 Big 12. In the 21st century, right, they've lost Texas, Oklahoma, A&M, Nebraska, Mizzou, and Colorado once. Colorado's back now. That's all in the 21st century. So they have not maneuvered historically all that well. And I don't know if they're viewed by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, we're talking about power two, maybe significant three by the time we get 15, 20 years down the road. I don't know if anyone's putting them in that category yet. We're going to have to see what the products look like. Uh, by the time a TV deal runs out, this new one, what, what does the next TV deal look like? You can view it as a win in the meantime. But I think it's fair to view it through the lens of the Big 12 is just losing less. They're doing less losing than the Pac-12. I, that, that's really what it is. Adding Colorado, I mean, historically, you look at the 21st century and what Colorado's been as an athletic de- uh, program and department, no one's going to – don't don't try to f- – I know you have Coach Prime there. He's mm. going to draw eyeballs. He may make a TV contract go up um, if he stays there. If he does well, he'll probably be gone. If he doesn't do well, he'll probably be gone. In the meantime, it looks okay. They had 45000 at their spring game. But when we look at the rest of the 21st century, Colorado Athletic Department is not setting the world on fire. No, I, the Dion is, is the, the whole uh, cog behind the whole thing. And football-wise, they've had two winning seasons in the past 15 years. They have won years. a national championship. Yeah. That's a long time. It's 90. It's 1990, Brad. I am a child of the 90s. You know, I, I understand. That's a long time ago. That was, that was Bill McCartney, brother. I mean, I mean, that is a long way ago. I mean, the last time this Colorado football program had success was under Gary Barnett, and we know how that ended really badly. Mm -hmm. Um, But But it sounds like there's something there, though, I I will say. But just because the Pac-12 is losing so badly, don't mistake it for the Big 12 winning out ultimately. That's fair. That's where I'm getting. Yeah, that's fair. And the Pac-12, again, no foresight at all. Just none. 2011, (laughs) somebody pointed this out today, and I, I, I find it amazing. When they were doing all that realignment in, in the 2010, 2011, 2012, people forget about this. But the Pac-12 actually had an opportunity to extend invites to Texas and Oklahoma. How do you think they look at that decision now? <sighs> Holy hell. If they're good enough for the SEC in 2023, they were good enough for you in 2011. And then I mentioned yesterday, 2021, they chose the Alliance over a merger with the Big 12. And what did that get them? 
that got a, a, team, a, a conference that they were aligning with, that they, they were in this alliance with the Big Ten to take their teams, USC and UCLA. And I think when you just – between Larry Scott, between uh, George Klyavkov, who was handed off a, a tough situation, there's just been this overwhelming feeling from that conference. They're just passive. From a academic standpoint, they seem rather elitist. And you just have two commissioners and all the higher-ups in that conference that lack vision. And that's why you find yourself in the position you're at. And what do they do to recover? I don't know what they can do to recover. You could add some Mountain West teams. You're not getting anybody from the Big 12. You're not getting a power conference team. You're going to have to make teams a supposed power conference team, UNLV, San Diego State, if you want to stay alive. But then Arizona's being thrown out there as a team that's really ready to jump, that the Big 12's looking at heavily. Oregon, Washington. They've had emergency meetings to talk about Colorado leaving the conference. And the Big 12 is going to add one more school at the very least. They're at 13. They want to get to 14. And uh, I, I am going to get this back to Memphis because Brett McMurphy's tweet yesterday. What, what do we think? You, you have two, you have two, uh, two uh, group of five schools in, in the fight here. You have UNLV and Memphis. How, how are you feeling right now, Brad Carson? I feel good. I, I feel okay. good. I, I, I right. enjoyed the list. I really did. I, I liked the story. I actually enjoyed Brett's interview earlier with John. Yep. Hear it on our website at yes. 92.9ESPN.com. Um, no, it's, um, it's good. And, and for Memphis... Let me. I don't want to jump ahead of you here, but uh, it's good to be listed, right? Yes. So Brett McMurphy said the Big Twelve will add between one or, or, or add you one or th- one and three schools to join the to join Colorado in twenty twenty four. Between one and three. Yeah. Between one and three, so they want to get to an even number, even either out, fourteen yeah. or sixteen. Or three, but fourteen yeah. is the one that's usually it's being talked about heavily. Uh, the league will first seek others from the Pac twelve to join. So. Mm-hmm. Four corner schools, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State. If Oregon or Washington, what a jump, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Um, but if that doesn't happen, if no one from the Pac-12 joins, Brett McMurphy is reporting that the Big 12 would add one group of five. UConn, Memphis, San Diego State, UNLV. Little carrot. To reach the even number of teams in 2024. I, why? I'll say this. I, listening to Brett McMurphy earlier, with John, I think the positive spin he put on this is he feels like this is actually the first time they've been mentioned in these conversations. Right. Like, this is the first time. And I know people thought 2015, 2016, when you had Fred Smith, all I mean, there was a, a, a report out there that he offered. Yeah. Uh, if Memphis got in the conference, he'd pay for the Big 12 championship. He'd sponsor it. Like, Brett McMurphy seems very... Set, it, it's set in stone to him that this is the first time Memphis has actually been a part of the real conversation behind the scenes with the Big 12. Maybe I listened a little too in, intently as a Memphis fan to that interview, but if you listen to the interview, because a lot, this is something you can't read when you read the column. He goes, and by the way, San Diego State and UNLV's buyout is $35 million. UConn's is thirty. Memphis, because they're in the American, is $10 million. It's Uh, lowest. It's lowest. And then he, as soon as that sentence was over, here was the next thing he said. And FedEx also is involved. (laughs) So so it leads me to believe that 
whatever the buyout is, they can make that happen a little pretty pretty quickly. You yeah, know? you think FedEx would be a part of that? I think that makes total sense, right? Yeah, if you I have, guess a, so. if you have, if if you're doing it sooner and you're negotiating with the American, and let's call it twenty, if you want to do it sooner for twenty four, you, you know, maybe maybe Fred is that uh, is the intermediary that, that that pays for that. But for me, like seeing this type of tweet after watching Colorado move on, and and what I think about potential Pac twelve teams following them, or Arizona, Utah, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know about Arizona State, Oregon, watch it, whoever it is, yeah. I, I just, it's hard for me to keep holding out. You're not excited level, about this, this, this level, report, are this you? This level of hope. You're not. You're not. I, it almost any stresses of you out more because I, there there comes a point where just tell me it's impossible. Tell me they're not yeah. going to be in a power five, and then you can have some closure with it. It just following this the whole way, and then ultimately not getting what you want out of it. As a University of Memphis alum fan. Uh, the people at the University of Memphis, the higher-ups, like that's a frustrating, demoralizing feeling every single time you feel like it happens. It is, but when the dust is not settled yet, you have to get involved, and, and there are discussions going on. That's just, and, and I think Brett today said, basically, that once this settles out and they get to 14, that could be it for a couple of years, unless the Big Ten adds some, and you're not going to the Big Ten, so this is kind of your, this is a chance. This yeah. is a chance for and you. I, and I feel like, ultimately, like, the Big 12 can't just – with where we're going in the future of college football in particular, I think you're going to have to go higher than 14 eventually. Yeah. What I, I mean by so. that is the super conference mm-hmm. thought process of the Pac-12s out of there. You have to try to boost your numbers, Yeah, go strengthen numbers here. Um, But the Memphis-Big 12 relationship, though, I mentioned this before the show to you, and you you liked it. It's the girl in high school that you're calling and texting every day, and she leads you on every step of the way. She strings you along, but ultimately, you're friend zone. She always tells you, you know, I wish I could find a guy like you. I wish I could. And you're saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. She's Come get hot. me. Yes. But you're getting strung along every step of the way. That's, that is what it feels like. That's perfect. Consistently with the Memphis Big 12 relationship and how this has played out over the years. That's exactly right. I, I, you the said, che- the, the checklist items seem to be there. Mm-hmm. Decent-sized market, solid following within the city. Every time that you have a power conference team come into the uh, Liberty Bowl, you could argue that, okay, they're bringing a fair amount of the fans, but it's usually 45,000-plus. Yeah. I always bring up the Duke game. Mm-hmm. In or 2013, after a 4-8 and eight season, there was still 45,000 deep for Duke. It's a good one. And Duke couldn't even really travel. I mean, right. Duke's not traveling to Memphis, generally speaking. Um, the, the checklist items are there. It's just about trying to get over the hump. Now, if we're talking about the teams that um, Brett McMurphy mentioned from the group of five, that could be the additions. UConn, Memphis, San Diego State, UNLV. Based on reporting... I feel like UConn is sort of the pick that Brett Yormark, if he had his druthers, he would he would go ahead and add UConn to add to the basketball prowess that that conference already has. Um, but if I'm being real, and I know this may rub this may ruffle some feathers, ultimately, um, I think if I'm ranking these in order, I think it goes San Diego State, Memphis, UConn, UNLV. I don't know about you, but when it comes to UNLV, I understand the market size, and the, people can get blinded by that. You know, the Rutgers of the Big Ten thing. They said they had New York. Rutgers doesn't really have New York. Let's, but it was about market size. I just get a, I, I have a problem with just viewing it that way 
It's about potential eyeballs and not actual eyeballs. And I know what I know. You're going to protect Las Vegas here in a second. They're get, they're getting a lot of pro sports, and you know it, it's becoming more important to follow sports to be around um, in Vegas. But UNLV, I don't know if you can really tie them in to the pro sports following that we're going to see that we've seen grow in Vegas over the over the past decade last five years yeah and I don't think that's their biggest argument really I think their argument is it's a top 30 TV market it's got resources it's also an R1 with a medical school you know uh, and historically they've won national championships there so I think there are other things that are stronger than the pro argument although the pro argument's a nice one too well I mean the thought top 30 market but at the same time who's like from a fandom perspective, who's really going out of their way to go watch UNLV football? It hadn't been good in some years. I hope, I, honestly, rooting for that program. A lot of my former staff, the first staff I played for at the University of Memphis is there. Barry the Oda, Vance Vice, James <laughs> Shebest, all there. I hope they do there. well, yeah. but they haven't been good really ever. No, and I don't think they've had to be at this point because they're in a, they're in a sports market, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've and then basketball a lot like Memphis, you know, basketball's sort of been their thing, that's, and that's even fallen off. Yeah, it has. They've been trying that's to get it, back, but that's kind of like Memphis. There, there was there was a peak for UNLV, and I don't know if it, like basketball wise, it was in the nineties. They haven't been able to no. recreate that. Um, no. Where you where you? I I was a little bit surprised SMU was not even near near this list. They've been mm-hmm. talked about for the Pac twelve. We know the the donors behind the behind the scenes they <laughs> yeah. have. They have a good NIL package. They're right in the heart of Dallas. That's usually been mentioned alongside yes. all these names. I'm I'm oddly, and this has nothing to do Big with Big market, your, by the way. Yeah, I'm oddly not as much interested in those schools as the one you, you skipped over pretty quickly, which is UConn. Um, I know your mark is sort of getting clowned in this market for looking at UConn, and we're sort of, you know, sort of scoffing at that. But if you look at UConn for a second, First of all, it's a great college, and it's in the Northeast, and that's where he's from, so that's part of it. But, yeah. like, elite basketball program. Yes. Elite. Yes. Like it's a blue-blood basketball program. They've got that thing humming. And I, I think they can get the football program going. I know that is a unpopular opinion here, and everybody disagrees with it. Like, but They don't care about football, man. I mean, well, I guess if you get enough money and you're doing it, if you get to the Big 12, get that $31.7 yeah. million dollars a year, maybe you start investing a little bit more into the football program. But they just they, – they, They've lacked investment for a while since the Big East days with Randy Edsall. And they tried to bring Randy Edsall back, and it just – I don't think they much care about football. The revenue-generating hey, sport, the top revenue-generating sport. You got Jim Mora Jr. in there now. Much. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're, are you a Jim Mora Jr. guy? I like Jim Mora okay, Jr. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. And, you did and pretty well last to, year. To your point, more than any of these other schools, I think UConn is the – most reported on to be at the top of this list. If if by the way, falls UConn beat Liberty last year. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but they're the most reported on. Yes, they're 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 the one that that's that the one. It feels like Brett Yormark wants to bring in, but I wonder, presidents, chancellors, how do they feel about about UConn and the potential doubling down of basketball? It doesn't make sense with the Big Twelve. <sighs> from a from a logistics perspective, it doesn't. Well, if you feel West like West Virginia is that the closest when, when it comes to when it comes to Brett Yormark's thought on basketball. If you feel like you're never going to catch up in football, and most people feel that way, 
Why not double down on basketball, triple down on basketball, quadruple down on basketball? That, that's the that's the that's where I do because kind there's not of, as much money. I can get yet yeah, true, but I I can get in a little bit of a lockstep with him there because it just it feels like you you cannot count on football being able to catch up ever to the SEC to the Big Ten. You're you're trying to compete with the ACC, but the top of the ACC is pretty damn strong right this second in Clemson and Florida State. Well, and and the teams that are still sitting around in the Pac-12. That see that's one of the things the Pac-12 has as they sit there with nine right. Because even the ones that are there, their football programs are still good. Like Colorado won one game. I realize he got Dion, but you laid out the reasons why that's kind of thin. Because if he's good, he's gone. If he's bad, he's gone. Yeah. I thought that was a really good point. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're one of those nine schools, like, they're all pretty good football schools. Stanford, Oregon, Arizona. Arizona State has got a new coach, and, and I think they'll improve. Right? Arizona's not really had the historical success. Stanford is going – this is one thing about Stanford going forward. David Chow really captured it. Like, yeah. and, and, but he's gone now. They are going to have a lot of trouble in the new age of, of college football with academia mm-hmm. and NIL money. They care more about pumping money into their academics than they do about athletics ultimately. How dare them. Um, <laughs> and And – um, it's going to be hard for them to consistently compete. No, I don't disagree with you. At the highest yeah. levels. It's not the Christian McCaffrey, Andrew no. Luck. It's you, a new era, it's you're right. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, I, I feel like you sort of fall in line. Stanford's the Northwestern. Well, is That's, that, that's is what that, you hope to be almost at times with, under Pat Fitzgerald, how well he did. Is that why you think like an Oregon would be more in, in line with the Big Ten? Yes. Yeah. And I think Stanford academically would be there, but I sort of wonder what their thoughts are going forward. I, I well, we've talked about it a lot. I think lot. Oregon and Washington are the Big Ten schools, and I wonder, like, yeah. I've heard some Big Twelve noise, but I don't know why they would hop into that. And then, so what do you do if you're Stanford then? It, it, because you're not jumping to the Big Ten because you have a football problem from NIL and from the, well, the new era. And what do you do if you're them, Oregon State, Washington State? What do you do? What uh, do you do? You do what Colorado just did. <laughs> you try. You try to jump. But you don't know. I don't know if Stanford fits the fits the Big Twelve mold. I don't. I've heard think some they people do. talk about the uh, the the going independent thing. I they don't got know plenty if of I'm money. There. They got plenty of money. Yeah. I mean, they could certainly do that. It, it, that's actually that's actually a a, a thought. You yeah. Know? Now ACC media days were yesterday, and Jim Phillips, their their commissioner, was actually asked about this. And the ACC has been kind of quiet because they have their grant of rights. And they're just sitting over here. I mean, their their grant of rights is just so locked up until twenty thirty six, so they're just sort of sitting on their hands. But eventually, they're going to have to make some moves. Um, Jim Phillips said the ACC has been and remains highly engaged in looking at anything that makes us a better and stronger conference. We've spent considerable time on expansion to see if there is anything that fits. We have a tremendous group of institutions. But if there was something that made us better, we would absolutely be open to it. He mentions the league has not found enough value in any expansive, uh, expansion option. I know some people uh, try to do the Memphis ACC thing. I don't think that's even ever been on the table or will ever be on the table. What about Jumbo SEC when that move happens? I, I, it's going to have to be some years down the road. Yeah. Right. I think that's what they're waiting. 2036 is a long way off. That part of it I, in the Southeast, I think, is just going to take a while. The ACC maneuvered really well trying to get in that grant of rights till 2036, didn't they? Well, that, was, yeah. that was a good move looking back at it. I at least they, it they have some time to yeah. chew on it and figure out what they're going to do. What, and I don't know what the numbers are. It's, hot, it's a lot of money, too, isn't it? Hey, it's not crazy. I think it's, it's $240 crazy. million dollars a yeah. year that they spread out. Okay. Yeah. It's so, not an SEC or Big Ten law. No. Yeah. No. 
I, I think I think now with the Big 12s re up, they're higher. They're at two fifty a year. God, in all these years, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't think there's enough football now for the people who are paying. Isn't that isn't that what we're saying? Like from the ESP. So if ESPN's buying, Fox is buying, ABC's buying, or whoever, is there enough football to go around outside no, of the Big Ten and SEC? There's enough football to go around. Um, I think it's the other way around. I feel like conferences, like the Pac-12, you see it right now with the media rights deal. I feel like some of these these networks are overextended. Right. They've already bought up everything. Yeah. Right? They've already bought up, you know, what, what they can, and it's like they, they there's still more football out there for them to take. The Pac-12's out there. Well, there you go. And, and they can't, and, they, what are they and they're waiting? not going to offer. Yeah. And I, like I said, Pac-12 on Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, we did get some rumors. Uh, today about the battle for Atlantis that hey. Memphis will be a part of. We have an opening round matchup in the battle for Atlantis um, for Memphis. I'll tell you who that is and break it down next on the Gabe Kuncho 92.9 FM ESPN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's Gabe Kuhn, show 92.9 FM ESPN. couple of things before the battle for Atlantis matchup that the Tigers will have opening round. Ronnie James discharged from the hospital. I was happy to see that. I was yep. very happy to see that. LeBron James put out his well wishes and, and told everybody thank you for supporting them through this. But neurologically intact, stable, he's resting at home. I, I would imagine they're going to have to run some tests to see what the hell happened here. Right? I mean, yeah, you're gonna, I think so. You're going to have to figure it out. Do you, um, you think you'll be out till January? I mean, we we can't speculate. I, I don't. I have no. The, the last time this idea. happened at USC, which is last out year, was January. January. Yeah. And then I, before that, I made, Keontae Johnson was out a whole year plus. This is serious stuff. Yes, I mean, you're, you don't. You're, this you, is super serious. This is everything. I mean, we're talking about cardiac. Arrest. Yeah. You have to figure out what the reasoning behind it was, right. ultimately. And I even w- even when you figure out the reason, you have to be very careful mm-hmm. with it and see how re- he responds to physical exertion again. Right. Um, also, Ron Bell oh, gets boy. his prison sentence. How about it? He tried to extort our man, Josh Pastner. And he tried to accuse him of assaulting his girlfriend. 
So he recruited a security guard who worked at Georgia Tech basketball games to make the false claim against uh, Josh Pastner. I, I mean, he gets 33 months in federal prison. What a scumbag. Right. He's got it. I mean, and it's supposed to, supposed to be Josh's friend. What right? a, this guy's the scum of the earth. Yeah, no question. It, like, even when the allegations came out, Everybody's we, we've been around Everybody's Josh enough. We've been around Josh enough. We know Josh enough. That was never no. even remotely believable. It was a joke. From the beginning, I mean, that's just foolish. And I, I don't know why Ron Bell thought it would work. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's a great point. Like, that, it's just strange. <laughs> it's just strange. Hadn't he been on these airwaves before, Ron Bell? Ron Bell has been on this uh, the day, show? Pa- day yes. part. Yes, He was a Gary um, back in the day. Yeah. Now, I think to be clear on this, if I recall, it was prior to the, the how ridiculous yeah, it no, got. Yeah, yeah. So, right. so I, it was not a misfire in its in its time to no, say. No, I mean it's it it turned. You know, in retrospect, you look back and the whole thing is um, strange. Cat, yeah, no question. And 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 I, and, and I want to be fair to Josh. He is the nicest guy in the world. He's he is just. Do we say that enough? <laughs> do we do we say that well, he's the nicest guy in the world? Enough? He also got a lot of heat from guys like me because he might have been too nice in this situation. Um, you're somebody who's on a on a who was on a college campus on a on a bit at a big time program. You played at a high level as an athlete. Um, I'll be careful here. There are there are certain people and things you do that's sort of like a weirdo alarm. Right, mm-hmm. and you go. Eh, weirdo alarms kind of going off there. Eh, yes, that doesn't mean everybody's good at reading people around them, though. To be fair, I think that's a hundred percent true. I know. I, I and I you know what? I've it, always you, had that to a that little point, bit of a gift no, there. No, and this is something they should teach at, 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 in school. Like it's it's called third eye syndrome. Like that person over there looks like they got three eyes instead of two. You know, like oh, maybe watch out for that. You know, I'm not suggesting that that you know that makes something wrong with Josh. I would. Hope that that it would teach teach you a lesson about in terms of how close do you let people get. You have, and you also have to read how people's intentions toward you. Not everybody is blessed with that. Uh, I also with think, that gift. Though. Well, in in my opinion, you have to assume what people's intentions might be, mm-hmm. Not, and and maybe that makes me a bad person. Um, sometimes it makes when, you when come you off hold, as an a-hole. When you hold a position of power like Josh did at Georgia Tech and here at Memphis, when, people, I mean, you're, you're a target. When you have extent. stuff to lose, whether it's your family. But Ron Bell picked a bad target. He picked a bad target. Well, <laughs> and he also picked a bad like, story, too. Yeah, like, the like idea that, that Josh is the sexual assault guy, uh, <laughs> that's the last person on earth. The last. Yes. You know, just a, just a joke. Never was believed. Again, never was even remotely believable. No, Josh it wasn't. Pastner assaulting it his wasn't. girlfriend. And, and I'm glad that this worked out that way and that Josh clears everything. As if he needed to clear it. He didn't need to clear up anything for, I think, most folks, though. Two, two plus years in prison for it. That's why you don't, Good for you don't him. go extorting go, and making stupid, don't, stupid don't do that. stories up about people. Just because he deserves feel, it, just, too. Just because you feel as if you can get money out of them. Of some sort. It's just, that's insane. Cling on. It's absolutely insane. Now, Battle for Atlantis. Rocco Miller, who is a bas- college basketball reporter, uh, reports on a lot of different scheduling um, scheduling notes, if you will, in college basketball. The rumor is Memphis versus Michigan. Hail to the victors. Memphis versus Michigan is supposed Let's to be go. the first round of the Battle for Atlantis. The other teams involved 
are, of course, Arkansas, North Carolina, Northern Iowa, Stanford, Texas Tech, and Villanova. I love this matchup. I think it's a very watchable matchup. It's on the ESPN family of networks, so it'll be out there, out front for everybody to see. Mm -hmm. Jawan Howard, former player uh, at his alma mater. Penny Hardaway, former player at his alma mater. The stories tell themselves. I do think... When we look at Memphis in this offseason and the roster they've put together, I, I, as long as everybody's playing, you have Jordan Brown, you have DeAndre Williams potentially, I, I, I think Memphis has, without question, a better roster and a better team. Oh, this it's moment. not close. And, 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 and Jawan, this is kind of, hey, man, go get it done this year. <laughs> right. Go do something. Last year you had Kobe Bufkin, Jet Howard, two lottery picks, you had Hunter Dickinson, who's a 20-point-per-game double-double machine guy who's off to Kansas, and you were, what, 17-15? and 15? Made it to the NIT? Jawan's got to make something happen right this second, this year, for, for Michigan fans to get back on his side. He had a rough year last year. You might recall he had the post-game fight thing, too. Remember there yeah, was some... Yeah, it was some, two years ago with Greg Gard. I, I, yeah, oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, the, the Greg Gard stuff... Um, I guess the year before that. No, it's been two years before that. I'm looking it up here now. Big Ten Conference Coach of the Year. That was 19. So, man, we were four years away Damn, from that. That's a long way. Yeah, sporting. Yeah. I mean, that was the year he he really did well, you know. Um, and then they signed him to that big contract that runs through 25-26 after he had that big season, and, and yeah, but, it hasn't been the same since. I mean, I look at it's just Javon Quinterly, Jordan Brown, David Jones, Jaquan Walton, uh, yeah. Caleb Mills, all the solid talented, experienced additions for the Tigers. The only real addition I saw from Michigan this offseason because they mm-hmm. could not get Caleb Love into school, and I guess the Michigan admissions office is a little funky. I mean, I want to get, get that out front. It's hard to get in. Um, but the only meaningful addition they made was Olivier Kamwa now, from Tennessee, and, and they, they expect him to play a massive role next year. Do we think he's really he's on the hot, hot seat or the no, hot seat? no, no. I, I, We're calling I, it warm, the lukewarm. Warm, lukewarm, yeah. yeah no, I mean, but, Elite Eight, Sweet 16 prior to the NIT. Yeah, and, and, and it, isn't Memphis it, would take it. <laughs> but for a guy like Juwan, being that he is a former player and he can command respect theoretically on the recruiting trail, the, the, lack, of, the lack of success he's had this offseason is a little staggering. Right, the recruiting, yeah, that, like that. I, that's that's, that should be that should be at least think, a little bit of a that should be a little bit of a warning. No, but he's losing recruits though because of the academic stuff. Well, they need to loosen it up for him. They, they, they but probably but it's do. It's strange to me because in football, Jim Harbaugh never has any no, issue. No, why? I mean, what's why, why does why does Jawan struggle with issues that Jim Harbaugh doesn't? Yeah, Jim Harbaugh is an insane me. person. Jawan at least seems a little bit more level headed. Besides the great guard punch. I, you would know the answer to that better than I would, as somebody who's who you know wasn't was played Division One. Yeah. Is it is it easier? I don't know. For, for like one of the sports? No, I don't know. I have no idea. I guess success. Maybe maybe the success at Michigan right. brings in more. Uh, Are football players presumably recruits? smarter than the basketball player? <laughs> I don't know about that. I have no idea. Not really. Okay. I mean, I'd, I'm I'd asking to, a football I'd player. Have to go, I'd have to go check GPAs. I wonder if the NCAA has that information. They probably do. Yeah, incoming recruits. What's the average GPA for basketball? Versus I'm not. Football? I'm not stereotyping one program over the other either. I'm just saying. No, it's, but you know. he he is not. This has not been a good off season, and last season was not good for him. He's, no. I mean, this is this is turnaround. No, and he needs players. Yeah, and uh, and he doesn't currently have them. He does not. No. Olivier Kamwa, I think, could have a good year, but if that's all you have, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know where you're at. And the fact that you had two lottery picks and Hunter Dickinson last year and 17 and 15 followed, no, the Big Ten can be 
really tough to deal with in the regular season, but it shouldn't be that tough when you have that much talent on your roster. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the projected starters here. Um, uh, Terrace Reed. There we go. Uh, I don't <laughs> nice. know any of these guys, and I should, right? His son is he 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 left right. Yeah, Jay Jets Star? gone. So he's he got drafted. Yes, I mean they lost everything. <laughs> yep, it's thin at Michigan. Yeah, that's a Memphis win. It's it, a P five win. You would hope. I would hope. Although, if that is a loss, it kind of uh, that would be a that would be a frustrating one. That'd be a frustrating yeah, one. Yeah, you'd like to get that one. Yeah, I mean because they're going to have good wins in the Big Ten, uh, even if their roster isn't that great. I'm but, sure they'll that'll be a that'll be a decent win for that'll them. That'll be a very good game to watch on TV. Though. Sure. I mean yeah. the story the stories will tell themselves. Do you with, think that he'll come after Penny like he came after the? the I think they'll be. Gar? I think they'll be a little bit more mutual Civil? respect. Okay. Yeah. I think they can meet in the middle a little bit better Good. than Greg Gard and Jawan Howard did. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll check it out. Get angry we'll after the, uh, the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, I professed my love for the Jets yesterday, and uh, I may have to do it even more today. Um, Don't do that. Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook has uh, yep. basically announced his intention that he feels good that he is going to be a Jet going into next year. I'll tell you what that means for that team. Coming up next right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back on the Gabe Coon Show. Gabe Coon with you, 92.9 FM ESPN. I professed my love for the Jets yesterday. And it mostly has to do with Aaron Rodgers. Takes a $35 million pay cut. He's texting Jordan Love. He's in OTAs working with his new receivers. He's got some familiarity with some guys on that roster and Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard. But today, I think I might have to profess my love even a little bit more. Dalvin Cook took his visit to the Jets yesterday. And he was with Good Morning Football today on the NFL Network. Uh, He was asked about his chances that he signs with the Jets, and he said, quote, I think the odds are pretty high, man. I think we're in a position of, you know, a team that's building something special, and I want to be part of something special as a player. I want to add to whatever they've got going on. And when he talks about the odds being pretty high, the odds have gone very high. They're astronomical at this point, minus 400 at DraftKings today to join the Jets. What do you get? If you get Dalvin Cook in New York, you get a guy who's accounted for 6,423 yards from scrimmage the past four seasons. He's been to four Pro Bowls the past four seasons. He ran for over 1,000 yards in each of the past four seasons. And he had a year of 16 touchdowns, 13 touchdowns rushing. He catches out of the backfield really well. He's productive as hell, and he's going on his seventh year in the league. His state away from injuries has been reliable. This is a guy that you want in your locker room. He's been unbelievable. Now, the Vikings saw him as expendable. I don't think the Jets feel necessarily that way about a guy like this joining forces and making their offense better. Now, they still have Brees Hall coming off an ACL injury, so certainly he'll be back and he'll get some touches as well. But it's hard for me not to get if this is ultimately the signing that that happens and Dalvin Cook ends up in green. 
in a Jets uniform. It's hard for me not to get excited, excited about what that offense will be. Um, Garrett Wilson caught for 1,000 yards with Mike White, Joe Flacco, and Zach Wilson throwing him the ball last year. What do you think he'll do with Aaron Rodgers? Alan Lazard's already had an 1,000-yard season with Aaron Rodgers throwing to him, and now he has Garrett Wilson to take some of the shine off of him. Mecole Hardman comes in from the Chiefs, so you have your gadget guy, you have the speedster, you have a guy who can work out of the slot. Corey Davis is a longtime pro, and that's your fourth receiver. Randall Cobb has familiarity with Aaron Rodgers already. Brees Hall was great in his rookie year until he had the ACL injury. You add Dalvin Cook to that offense, and this team becomes full. It becomes absolutely loaded, ultimately. The amount of talent is amazing. And I I was reading reports today, and this is Mike Florio, among other people, the Jets are becoming a destination team because of Aaron Rodgers and how he's conducted himself this offseason. And I don't blame by any stretch of the imagination, any players that decide to take a pay cut to go there because I would feel okay about my chances to make a run in the playoffs as well with the roster they've assembled. They have young players on the defensive side of the ball. They locked up Quinn and Williams. They have Sauce Gardner. They, they've done a good job of surrounding everybody, so definitely surrounding Aaron Rodgers now, with talent. Now, what does it look like as we get into season? How quick do they start to understand each other and mesh Once you get to regular season games, that's yet to be seen. But if they add Dalvin Cook to this team and get that running game going, my gosh, I'm telling you, sky's the limit for this team. And I said it yesterday, even without Dalvin Cook, if Brees Hall's your lead back, I feel good about it. But if you add Dalvin Cook and, and get a little bit of edge, right, push people back, get them on their heels, and then allow Aaron Rodgers to get some of that play action game, this could be this could be a deadly team in the AFC. I mean, it does feel like Aaron went into the darkness retreat, and he emerged, and he said, "I'm going to do everything I can at 39 years old to try to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I'm going to I'm going to take 75 million dollar pay cut or 35 million, but 75 million over the next over two, two years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to half this thing over the next two years, and we're going to go get dudes, and I'm going to get a haircut, and there's going to be no excuses, and this is going to be my my final trot to try to get a Super Bowl. It's very clear. As opposed to last year, the focus really is Super Bowl. It's yes. not about getting money and trying to uh, strong arm an organization. He likes his surroundings, right. and that's what you want from a guy like Aaron Rodgers on the back half of his career. He still has some talent in there. There's still some things to unlock. You want him to be all the way bought in, and it feels like that. The HBO Max special is going to be boring, I feel, because they are going to Hard just— yeah, they're not going to be. I have a feeling that we'll get something. I mean, Robert Sala's kind of boring. It's going um, to be boring. Aaron Rodgers is going to be quiet. I, I'm sure he'll try to stay out of the way. I think Sauce Gardner, or, or, he'll give us something. Quinnen Williams will give us something. Garrett Wilson will give us Maybe. something. Maybe. But I, I, I'm, like I'm coming last... around to your idea, though, that the Jets at plus 250 are, are going to be better than we think. It's It all comes down to the quarterback in all of these. Like the Dolphins... Patriots, Jets, and Bills, and they, you know, now the Patriots. Bills, have the, I think you feel pretty confident about what the quarterback. Yeah, is and and the Jets too, obviously. You know, uh, short of an Aaron Rodgers injury, you're in well, good shape. Well, in the end of the day, as much as I am talking up this Jets offense and this Jets team as a whole, Aaron Rodgers is in, is, is in a new place. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of stuff they got to figure and, out. And, and and sort of a sidebar here, and I know what people think of Nathaniel Hackett after last year and 
Sean Payton, by the way, what did you think of him stepping back from his comments yesterday? Oh, I didn't hear him step back. He stepped. He said, "I had my uh, my Fox Sports hat on still." Oh, he said he said he was being an analyst. No need to walk it back. No need. It, just just own it. But uh, I know what people think about Nathaniel Hackett. But he Aaron Rodgers was an MVP. Two yeah, years running yeah, with before Nathaniel he went Hackett to as his OC. Yeah, that's fair. And guess where Nathaniel Hackett's at? Yeah, he's, he's in with New the York. Jets. So I, I, there's a lot of reasons to be positive. A lot of reasons to be positive for the first time in a while for the Jets, too. And, and, and sort of a side discussion here, the Jets have not had firepower, like that, that star power, in so long, especially at the quarterback position. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.